My name is Tanika Bruce, and others refer to me as either Coach Bruce or the Network Nurse. I'm a registered nurse and an author, a leader and a doctoral student, and also a wife and parent. And I co-authored a number one selling inspirational book, Limitless Success, and just recently wired for uncommon success to inspire and motivate you to reach your wildest dreams. I believe everyone should be living their absolute best and most successful life. And I'm passionate about finding purpose and passion and also mentorship and being the cause of change. So the aim of this podcast is to discuss nurse X's and O's from nursing to networking and show you how my experiences and lessons of sport, leadership, business, adversity, teamwork, and championship success can help nurses and healthcare workers. And also to demystify negative tendencies of the occupation and set the record straight with the hope of bringing positive change in the lives of people themselves and also others. And my main aim is to impact your life through different social platforms, this being one of them. But also I do one-on-one coaching and mentorship just to help develop laser-like focus. It's much needed today. And to help you chase after the dreams that you have and not just chase after them, but also chase them with a relentless pursuit of your purpose and your passion and to be able to achieve all of your dreams. So join me on this journey, and I'm looking forward to discovering much, much more. So today we're going to talk about some untold things with regards to mental health of nurses. And nurses are at a much higher risk of suicide than the general population. And again, this might not be a popular talk. People don't want to hear that our nurses are at a high risk for serious mental health issues, but it's an issue that we really need to discuss because it has become alarming at this rate and especially with the pandemic going on. So until the recent past, suicide rates have significantly increased over time and several studies have been done with regards to nurses and mental health. And so it's important for us to understand that people are suffering. I mean, they're under a tremendous amount of pressure from the needs of just everyday life. And today, I mean, we want to take a closer look at just mental health with regards to nursing. Obviously, we would be here all day if we just left it to mental health, because if you looked at specific categories of millions and billions of people, I'm sure that we could very well pinpoint other areas and other careers and occupations that would have high rates as well. But today we're just talking about nurses. And studies have shown that nurses have a higher suicide rate, and that includes both male and female. So with regards to the general population, there's no um, male versus female. It's just, to me personally, this is a worrying trend. And the people that make up the largest group of healthcare workers, nurses, I myself as a nurse, we basically make up 60 to 70% of 
if you just use the example of a hospital setting, so we need to really ask ourselves, what would become of our healthcare system if the trend kept going and kept increasing? Would we, would we be comfortable going to the hospital or going to the clinics and getting services rendered from nurses? You know, I'm not here to judge. I can't be because these are things that we think about not just looking from the outside in, but also looking from the perspective of the nurse. So I get to judge and look at both things. So this is just kind of an open discussion of just the state of mental health among nurses right now and how can we improve that? So with the trends, when I look at it, the numbers to me are just worrying. I mean, I feel sick to my stomach just knowing that we've overlooked this for so long. And we've placed so many nurses and frontline workers in impossible situations just assuming that they're cut out for this. And understand that nurses are not immune to challenges and struggles. So you can't look at a nurse and say, okay, well, that's her job. Yes, it is. But nurses are uh, normal people. And if you took a nurse and said, oh, well, he's supposed to do that. And she's supposed to do this. You know, nurses and doctors and healthcare workers, what about the um, respiratory therapists or the CNAs? And for those of you guys that don't know, that's a certified nursing assistant or the licensed practical nurses. When you look at that and then just just take norm, a normal person that's not working in healthcare, and look at the responsibilities that that they have. And, you know, most people are thinking about what to cook for dinner. The kids are driving me nuts. And should I work from home or not? Have I lost my job? Can I get a job? What am I going to do about making my rent payment and so forth? Those things, uh, people have just those general concerns. So think about a healthcare worker and you think about the nurse that has all of those things, all those responsibilities, and then also turns around and goes to work and has to serve selfishly at that and unconditionally no matter what. So again, I always say that we take the moral pledge to serve just selflessly and on both, doesn't matter if you're having a good day or a bad day and whether we feel like it or not, Nurses have to find the strength to wake up every single day, whether you like your job or not, and you have to do your job. So you have to take all of those responsibilities, think about the responsibilities that you have and think about it and then add it on top of the fact that we are wondering whether or not did we touch our face? Did we... Um, not give our best care because we're concerned whether or not we are putting ourselves at more risk. Did we take our PPE off properly? Did we put it on properly? Did we walk by someone without 
uh, washing up properly. All of those things mean that it's what everybody goes through plus some. So the burden of that. And then on top of that, not being able to go home, some nurses, in order to keep their loved ones safe and not risking subjecting them to infection in any way. And if you take a look at, especially in the hospital setting, you take a look and at the psychological and mental parts and know that we need to take this as a priority because the thing is, is that we also need to create a safe place to address any kind of traumatic event. And I had a couple of personal friends that lost loved ones, parents, siblings during this pandemic, but they can't go and see that loved one. One, because the hospital regulations and rules right now, but think about if that is your parent or if that is your brother or sister, and that's the line of work that you do every day. For example, you work on an ICU floor as a nurse and you specialize in cardiac and you're working in the CVICU and yet your brother is suffered a major heart attack. So if something were to happen, how do you how do you think that nurse lives with that if something were to happen because again we have these responsibilities to take care of all of these things that a normal person does with regards to the just general things, cooking, washing clothes, kids, bills, all of those things. And that's if you can find work because yes, we need nurses, but at the same time, what happens if your job is simply, um, just working in public health and yeah public health nurses are busy right now but what if it has something to do with it and there's not any jobs are you you are you going to be subject to screening for covid and that's your job you haven't worked maybe a day on the floor ever but now because we need help there You have to make that decision whether or not you're going to be a COVID screener. And so when we look at that, we have to understand that just everyone needs to lock in and support nursing because this allows that burden and that baggage that nurses have to carry and bottle up, which that's very detrimental in the long run once the pandemic has calmed down, are we going to make strides that's necessary to protect mental health? Because this is a long run thing. Feelings of self-doubt and lack of self-worth, like they're not doing enough. And so we need to really just unite and create safe places and allow that open communication to address these issues because nurses are people that we depend on. I'm a nurse and I still depend on a nurse. I depend on my teammates. I depend on my instructors because I'm a doctoral student 
And we still, on top of all that, have to study what is best practice. So that way we can contribute information and knowledge, not only to keep ourselves and families safe, but to educate patients, to become a part of the solution of bottling the spread of this awful virus. So when we talk about sacrifices and nurses and healthcare workers, and I don't mean just nurses, but healthcare workers in general, essential workers having to choose between if I'm gonna go home or risk infect- infecting my family, or if I'm gonna stay away and keep them safe. And this is, this is an impossible decision to make. So already there are so many things that has to go into play with nurses that and healthcare workers that a normal person would never dream of. And it's interesting because there are many people, and I'm not uh, by any means judging what one person does or not, but if you know that the spread of the virus can be stopped by limiting your exposure, whether it be wearing a mask or not going into large groups and going to many places, then that should be something that's not even thought about. Because going to the beach or going to vacation is the least of a healthcare worker's concern. They're fighting for their lives and from shift to shift, you know, they may be struggling just to pay for a hotel because they love their loved ones and don't want to be a part of the spread. And so making sacrifices like that, I think that's something that people really need to have in the forefront of their mind when they make these decisions and say, how can I contribute and how can I help? So if wearing a mask is caring, and following guidelines and staying home unless you really need to leave the house, then let's all do that and let's take responsibility and lessen the load of the work that's going on in hospitals. So staff can go home and staff can feel that they're being a part of a solution and not just being burdened with more and more people that ultimately they may not be able to help. So these things that we've talked about today with regards to mental health at some point may or may not take a toll on people. It may not happen, but it worries me that we're in the stage that we are in right now and we're not doing a good enough job talking about mental health. So let's keep that on the forefront of our minds, knowing that it's a very important thing that we have to do. And like you guys to just go, I've put a few things on there of how we can be mindful, the things that we can do for nurses and healthcare workers, just ways that we can simplify our mind and really just take a deep breath and help us throughout this pandemic. Hopefully you guys liked today's episode. My goal is to be of help to you in making even the slightest change in your life through this podcast. And if that happens, then that's achievement enough for me. 
and I'd love to hear your thoughts, make sure you don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That's very important. And also connect with me on my social media pages. And if you want to know more about me, please visit TanikaBruce.com. Now, there's always three things that you need to do in between now and the next episode. One, don't forget to share it with your friends and family. Two, know when the next episode will be. And number three, win your day.